As technology gets more and more heavily implemented into our modern society, through the introduction of smartphones, smart televisions, smart cars, smart fridges, and even smart homes, people are questioning their privacy and freedom more than ever. In 1948, it would have been near impossible to predict that this would be as prevalent as it seems to be currently, unless you are George Orwell, the author of the book 1984, a dystopian novel about a failed rebellion against a masked regime. As you can probably tell, this was a very scary thought, especially for people at the time, as there were very few TVs in homes. This is only proven later down the line when the movie comes out. The telescreen received and transmitted simultaneously. Any sound that Winston made above the level of a very low whisper would be picked up by it. Moreover, so long as he remained within the field of vision which the metal plaque commanded, he could be seen as well as heard. There was of course no way of knowing whether you were being watched at any given moment. As you can probably tell, this was a very scary thought, especially for people at the time, as there were very few TVs in homes. This is only proven later down the line when the movie comes out. When the BBC uh, did the first televised version of 1984 in the, in the 1950s, it caused outrage and many viewers were horrified and scared. The director afterwards said one of the reasons was because people still weren't used to having televisions. And the idea of a big brother staring down the lens out of the television was really unnerving in you know, drama which features the telescope. Even back in the 1950s, people were aware that they could be surveilled by just about anyone with the new technology that is coming in. However, no one foresaw that it would become as big of an issue as it is today, with many different parts of the government, including even the police force, getting access to cameras that can see just about anyone from anywhere. While maintaining large networks of cameras is more common among large urban police forces, more than 165 police departments across the U.S. purchased drones in 2016. Police use drones to map cities, hunt down suspects or victims, investigate crime scenes, and monitor traffic. Facial recognition technology is now sophisticated enough for police to use stationary cameras to perform real-time scans of crowds of people walking through the streets or public squares with AI searching for potential matches to faces of known suspects. This is from a piece written by Aaron Holmes from The Insider. This is extraordinarily interesting. 
since we really don't understand how much we're being surveilled on a daily basis. If someone really wanted to track you down, they could. And if they really wanted to find out where you were, even across borders, they could. It doesn't really matter where you'd be going. As long as there is cameras in a developed nation, there will always be observation and surveillance. This is proven even further by a quote coming later. Slowly, it becomes very clear how much we are surveilled. From the drones that are being deployed throughout all of our police forces, to the cameras that are set along our daily commute with built-in facial recognition to identify you in seconds. There is no way to really hide. This is an extreme similarity to the book 1984, where basically many people don't understand how much they're being surveilled on a daily basis, or if they do, there's no way to really stop it. There's nothing that they can do to stop themselves from being recognized and every move to be watched no matter what they do. The people of Oceania, or the country in which 1984 takes place, are always being observed and tyrannized. One of the ways that they are tyrannized is through a lack of truly good information. They don't really know much about the future or the past, which is why this quote is so important. Who controls the past controls the future. Who controls the present controls the past. If you are able to control someone's views on people things, places, or peoples, you can therefore change how they will interact with them in the future, therefore making the future play out differently than it may have otherwise. The reason why this is extremely important to not only their world, but our world, is because this is starting to come into play when we see social media sites like Twitter and Facebook censoring many people for many different reasons. From Twitter's nonchalant reminder of its ability to ban world leaders and their posts, to Facebook's actual deletion of head of state, Silicon Valley has been on the move to remind the world that it alone decides what we are permitted to see in its walled gardens that define our modern web. This piece is taken from an article written by Forbes magazine, and the reason why I thought this was so important to highlight is the fact that we are being censored today, and we are not getting all of the information from every side of the story, simply because some people's views don't line up with others. Now, I'm not saying I necessarily agree with the people whose views are being blocked. However, I also do agree that they should be stated at the very least. The fact that these people can't even get their ideas out just shows how similar we are to the world of 1984. Not only that, but they are not even willing to expand their ideas and their views by hiring outside sources. 
Twitter also declined to respond when asked whether the company would be open to convening an external panel of academics and other experts from outside the company, providing them a large data set of tweets and accounts it has limited, deleted, or otherwise taken action on. Large media outlets such as Twitter and Facebook are very clearly unwilling to hire outside people to help give more views on whether these people are violating the First Amendment. If they are proven guilty only by Twitter's hands, who's to say that that is the right view? This is why there should be many more views and many more outlooks, and many more people deciding who has the right one. As an example, if I were to say that someone killed someone, and I was the only one there and the only one giving an outlook, I would be the only one to be trusted. However, if many other people were there and they were silenced and they said I was incorrect, it wouldn't matter and I would be the only one right and the only one with the correct view. Therefore, controlling the past and therefore controlling the future as in the outcome of that trial. between the world of 1984 and our own are truly alarming. The fact that we are constantly observed by things such as police cameras, police drones, and many other objects that may be even in our own homes is really scary, especially when the reality is that a lot of these can be used by anyone with the right knowledge. Another thing that is extraordinarily alarming is the fact that we can't even trust that our own information will get out. If you see something, you may be silenced and you won't have any say in it. This is very scary as it could control people's outlooks in the future and we will have no way to change them. The fact that in our current society, you can be surveilled or silenced at any moment shows that we must choose our leaders very carefully as they have the power to not only surveil and see where we're going and track us at any time, but also silence us if we were to find out, therefore hiding it from the rest of the world. This is why our society is building the infrastructure for a similar world to 1984. Though it is not guaranteed that that is the intent, it does seem that it is possible, which is why we should be very, very wary. <laughs>